for those that don't know, Mr. TTP is the owner of Wholesale Inc. Mm -hmm. He is a cold calling expert and a wholesale sniper. Sniper, yeah. multi-millionaire investor, all these things. So, well, listen, let's let's be real. Like, okay. I believe every successful entrepreneur is a cold calling expert. Really, every single one. I am. T I don't know a successful yeah. entrepreneur that doesn't spend most of their day on their phone. I never okay, thought about that until this moment. Right, you're a hundred percent correct. And and. It, whether it's just reaching out to people that are connecting you with somebody else and it's kind of a referral, it's still your first time talking to them. You're still reaching out to them cold. Now, usually you warm it up with a text message or you're sure. in a group text Warm or something leads. like that. But, but people are introducing you to people all the time. And as you, as you start building your business, you're talking directly to the customers or the, the property owners or whatever it is your business is running. Mm -hmm. And then you start talking to your people and then you start replacing yourself in the different roles in your business, but you're still on the phones. Yeah. I never you're thought still about on the that phones. until now. You're right. Yeah. The best skill that an entrepreneur is mastered is you're basically talking on the phone. Yeah, that's it. So let me ask you this. Who's your best friend? Do you have one in mind? Yeah, Mike okay. Mahoney. Okay, Mike Mahoney. Mike yeah. Mahoney's like, hey, I've got this person I want you to talk with. Yeah. Do you take that call immediately or do you think about it? No, I take it immediately. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, these days I feel like when you are a successful entrepreneur, there are a thousand times a day where people are like, hey, I got to connect you with this person. Oh, sure. But yeah. you you have to understand if you're talking to your best friend, my best friend works with me. So yeah. like mm -hmm. he's like my filter. <clears throat> So no, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. the people that he tells me to talk to are people that, that uh, are what he would deem important to whatever we're working on. Yeah. So it's like, let's go right to it. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think it's, and it's not only that it's it, talking to people like in your business, but also people that are successful and in, in other businesses and, you know, are kind of a few steps ahead of you and being able to. Uh, open up those doors with a conversation is critical if you're going to keep going uh, further. You, I mean, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, as soon as you started, you know, uh, you were an agent and then you yeah. started really understanding, okay, I need to be around these people that are investors. I need to be yeah. around these people that are doing other types of deals. You sought out those conversations. Yeah, we talked in 2018, 100%. if you remember that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, um, you're, you're constantly, I think, introducing yourself to other people and just seeing who filters down in that and who's going to be really your core kind of like board of directors that you work with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, your totally. personal board of directors. Yeah. yeah. And so you talk to those people all the time. So, okay. So before we get into the, to the cold calling, I actually want to hear a little bit about, I guess your story yeah. from what you were doing before you were cold calling yeah. to wholesaling mm -hmm. and then your transition to, from wholesaler to entrepreneur. Yeah. So, um, rich dad, poor dad, right. Change the brain. You know, I read that at 21, 22 mushy brain and was like, okay, well this just makes all the sense of the world, be a real estate entrepreneur. And so I got my real estate license in 2004. This is before Zillow. Yeah. This is before, 
YouTube. This is before Instagram. I mean, this is before there was podcasts. There was before this. Yeah. Then dudes didn't do this in 2004. You had yeah. to have like a radio station yeah. and you had to have all these things and it was a whole different world. So it was like you could either go to a seminar, right? Or uh -huh. you could try to learn from somebody locally. Uh -huh. Well, I didn't know anybody. I was just coming out of college. I went to a couple of the seminars, but mm -hmm. they were like, you know, they, they, they wanted, you know, significant investment at the time. I yeah. didn't have the financial means. What, what did you study in college, by the way? Uh, finance and economics. Okay. okay. Do you feel like That's you like use Ryan. that today? Mo most, no. 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 Oh, okay. No, but I always, I think, you know, I don't know if you guys uh, agree with this, but I think that, um, I think I was just born an entrepreneur. I was just, I have a problem with authority. I have a problem with people controlling my time. Yep. I have a problem with people telling me what to do unless I'm interested in the thing that I want to do. Yeah. I'm, I'm coachable if I like it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think everybody has that in some sense. It's not like some, you know, unique thing, but I've never had a job in my life. Really? Never, never. In college, I, there was a deal in my in my house. You played sports, or you got a job. So I played mm -hmm. sports all through high school. Got a scholarship to play in in college. What sport? Uh, football. Nice. And um, what position? Free safety. Oh, and he's a hitter. Uh, and uh, and then, but during the summers, my parents were like, "Well, what are you going to do?" And I said, "You know, can you convert your garage into a gym, and I'll just pla pass out flyers." And I'll get, I'll just train people. Really? Yeah. And so they, <laughs> my grandma on? gave me like a thousand bucks. I bought like a bench and some squat racks at the time. And I would train moms and, and high school athletes. Because really? I had a reputation a for a dynamic audience. That's right? it. It was great. The mornings, <laughs> the, mom the moms and the came son. In. Hey, we're, two for one special. We, oh, 100%. <laughs> Bring but, a son, get 50% off. It was 300 bucks <laughs> for the summer. Uh -huh. I had 20 people. I made, um, what's that, six, six grand? $6,000. Yeah. And, and, and I was cool. Like, yeah. I didn't, you know, I, I, and that was good. And then I got into the real world and uh, became a real estate agent okay. uh, and got my license because that was kind of, I didn't know. Um, how to get into the rooms with people that were doing deals. And so became a real estate agent in 04 and five and the market was going bananas. Mm -hmm. And so you get right out of college, you make six figures yeah, and you're a millionaire. I yeah. mean, I was like, what? I didn't even know what paying taxes were. I didn't know what, you know what I mean? Like I was just like, I bought the, the Audi a four black, you know, oh, I went out. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Realtor. I, I, I yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So just went into that and then, um, lost everything in the crash. Mm. That's a pretty common story and then had to claw back. And that took a while. It was a four year hangover from that got before it. I really started to, to get back on my feet. And how old um, were you when you got your realtor's license? 22. 22. Okay. Yeah. And so you get your, you're crushing it. Mm -hmm. This is before 20, 2008. Mm -hmm. And um, you're saying you, you made a million, you you felt like a millionaire based yeah. on what you were making. Yeah. Was there something that you felt at that time was super gratifying? Like, were you like, oh, if I get this A4? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was everything, right? It was, I can, I can pay for dinners mm -hmm. for my family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was, um, I know dad, I, I'll pay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, and like Friday pizza night or something, you know yeah, what I mean? Not, sure. not, not the big bills, not, yeah. not the whole family. We got a big family, but, um, it was, uh, it, <laughs> you tip, I'll, I'll, it, it, I'll pay the it was, it was those type of things. It was going out for the first time and buying rounds and having fun and, and just like, no real responsibilities. I mean, in real estate, you can go and you can, you can put in a bunch of work in the morning and, and then in the afternoons, you, you can just 
do whatever you want. Go to yeah. the gym, go to the bar, go hang out with friends, do whatever you want. And mm-hmm. so um, I just wasn't super focused and I didn't know how to be an entrepreneur and I didn't know how important the phone was. I didn't because I got to the point where always in my mind, how do I get off the phones? How do I get somebody else to do this? How do I find deals easier? Mm -hmm. How do I get these opportunities to just fall into my lap? Mm -hmm. And uh, I was always chasing that. And so I wouldn't take the money home. I would do the classic thing where I would go, all right, I'm going to pay myself five grand a month and for myself. And then the rest, I'm going to invest in my business. And then I looked yeah. up and no, there was no there was no money. I spent all the money because mm-hmm. I didn't have the leadership skills. I didn't have the experience. I didn't have a proven plan to yeah. follow. You know what I mean? I just thought I would just put it all together and it would make sense because money will always keep coming in. And then yeah. the crash happened and real estate got really tight and congested. Yeah. And uh, and so I had to um, had to like lick my wounds for a long time. Okay, how long did you have to lick your wounds? Four years. Four years. So yeah. I want to talk about that really quick because I think we went through something in 2022 where a lot of people lost money. Yeah. So we run an education company for flippers. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if you were flipping houses in 2022 and you didn't buy right, you lost a lot of money. Yep. I just sold a house that I lost $200,000. Mm. And thank God, you know, I had the the funds to close it and get rid of it. But there's a lot of people that don't have that much money. I had some people that I knew that had 14 flips and they were scaling and, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to grow their business in January in 2022. And guess what? They raised the interest rates and then they lost everything and more. So they lost everything and more because of the interest rates. So I guess like talk to me about when you lost everything, Mm -hmm. what your mindset was like (laughs) and what did it take to get it back to, you know, where you were ready to take over the world again? The interesting thing that you said is losing 200. You didn't just lose 200. You really lost 300 after taxes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The 200 after taxes is, is like, oh. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, it's a, people don't realize that when you're talking about those losses and or the gains. Yeah. People always forget about taxes. Yeah. So people really need to understand that. Um, but for real, I yeah. mean, if we're, if we're, it hurts more. Brent, we're saying, no, no, damn. No, as, I just sent the wire to close the house. But yeah. I'll, I'll as a resident YouTuber, I understand yeah. when you yeah. talk about anything and they're like, but what about the taxes? Right. Yeah. You didn't talk about right. the taxes, you scammer. And it's yeah. like, well, I mean, it's a whole nother video. It's complicated. Yeah. 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 Well, Yeah. And then when you become an entrepreneur, you start paying payroll taxes. It's become the whole thing. W2 is the whole thing. Mm -hmm. It's a whole, it's exciting, but there's a lot to that. Anyway, um, I felt awful. I mean, I fell into a bottle, um, for, you know, two and a half, three years. I I was just hanging around with the wrong people that just wanted to kind of get by, live in a one bedroom apartment. Why do you need all those things? Like everything, all of that ambition that I built up through sports and family and, and friends and all these things like evaporated. And I felt like a complete failure. Absolutely bottom of the bucket. I wasn't even that. I owed $700,000 on a judgment because I signed an office lease to, for a brokerage, for a real yeah. estate brokerage in January of 2008. Oh, shit. October 2008. Like, like fresh. The world right when was it all dead. Happened. And I signed a personal guarantee. On this office lease. So what happens to everybody out there is when you sign a personal guarantee and you don't pay it, they sue you. Could you file bankruptcy? So I couldn't. 
Why? Because my business partners took our business books to California and I never saw them again. I couldn't file taxes. You have to be able to file taxes to declare bankruptcy.